and welcome to this episode of the Everyday Goddess podcast. Today we are going to be chatting about all things heartbreak and breakups because this year for us has so far uh, entailed that for both of us. So we thought what better way to like help other people going through the same thing basically. So yeah we're both I'm only a couple of weeks into my breakup mm-hmm. we're a little bit further down the line but just like helping people with even just like letting people know that you know there's other people going through it and feeling mm. supported and like normalizing all of the emotions and the ups and downs of a breakup and also hopefully providing some tips that might help you cope with it in like the most like self-loving way possible which my god is a breakup the biggest knock to like self-worth self-esteem it rocks everything really because your relationship becomes like such a foundational part of your your existence yeah I think I think it's just it's a it's a massive life change because your relationship infiltrates every part of your life like they become part of like your family and going to family events with you every single day. Well, for me, I would check in with that person and um, all of those things. So it becomes such a difference in even how you live your life because you're no longer like messaging that person or having that person's like feelings to consider and the things that you're doing. Well, it's a Um, form of grief, isn't it? You are literally grieving the loss of something in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, like you said, I'm a single mom, so... From my perspective I had started to like create a different type of fi- like family dynamic and that's now all changed and I'm back to being on my own again and that's brought lots of things up to process as well um I just think you know relationships are one of the most triggering things I mean they hold the biggest mirror up to all your deepest darkest triggers really don't they mm. and then when that person leaves as well like there's things that I thought I had completely healed and worked through and they've been completely re-triggered um by this relationship and not even actually to do with the person that I was with like actually to do with really big past things being re-triggered that I just didn't even think would be triggered by a breakup it's been very interesting actually like watching what's been Mm -hmm. going on in my mind Yeah, I think breakups are also like a huge period of transformation, like, because you go through like, such dark moments, like, so much sadness and grief. um, It's like, that's where the most transformation can come almost because you're like, wow, like, I can feel so much more joy or like, I can completely change the way I am as a person. It kind of gives you like a new lease of life. It's like the rejection it's redirection yeah. is that what you're gonna say yeah, yeah and also like it's like you said it's an opportunity to like up level and you know even when it feels really sad there is an element of like liberation like you said because you are stepping into a new version of yourself and mm-hmm. that is actually very exciting at the end of the day like yeah. who am I going to become that's actually yeah it it's is huge, exciting it doesn't feel like it sometimes sometimes my god does it feel incredibly depressing but it also feels liberating and it's being able to remind yourself of that in Mm. the dark moments that I think is the most helpful 100% 100% should we get into like we've got some solid tips that we want to try and cover 
um, that we have been, well, these are the things that have helped us personally. Yeah. So we're hoping that they will also help you guys. Um, so our first one is crying when you want to cry. Or just feeling what, <laughs> whatever emotion has come up actually instead of pushing it down or distracting yourself or going out or doing whatever it is like actually feeling that full emotion I mean I literally a couple the first like five days I was so emotional and I just let every emotion come up and I actually said to one of my friends I feel like I've gone through like the five stages of grief in like five days because Mm. oh my gosh like all of these emotions were coming up and I was just letting them and like one of the days I just walked into my flat and I just was just so angry that I got a pillow and was just like, ah, into the pillow. Yeah. <laughs> just let all the rage come up and just like let it come out rather than trying to like yeah. push it down or, or continue. Yeah. Because I think as, as as a society, like what is told will help you is like make yourself really busy, do loads of things with your friends. And there is an element of that. Like you don't want to do it all alone and you mm. don't want to just be like, you know, in your bedroom crying all the time. Mm. But it's like having those things, but also having the space and time to do the grieving and to do the feeling. Yeah. Um, Because ultimately like that is going to get you further in the long run if you sit with those feelings you're going to process them you're going to release them whereas if you just make yourself really busy and almost ignore the feelings they're going to have to come out at some point yeah that they're going to come out in like five yeah. months time when you're on a night out and you've had too much to drink <laughs> and like you're in absolute state like they're, yeah. it's going to come out or it's going to come out in manifesting in like depression or like it's going to some way somehow come out and like the best thing to do is to just let it out mm. now as a single parent I feel like I want to like add things in to help any like other single mums or single dads who are trying to process a breakup whilst parenting because my god does it like add a whole different dynamic to it um like you can't just do what you want when you want mm. um I did cry around my kids I feel like it's good to show your kids emotions but the thing that I did as a form of like protection was number one if I did cry around them I reassured them that it had absolutely nothing to do with them I reassured them that you know everyone is upset they cry sometimes then they feel happy again like it's a moment it will pass mm-hmm. yeah I explained that I, I told my children what had happened I explained to them they obviously knew my ex I explained to them what had happened and was just really open and honest with them now, if I felt like I couldn't pull myself back because I was so emotional in the first like couple of days, I then did the sensible thing, which was to outsource help so that the kids weren't just sat in sadness with me. Like, all, like lean on all of the support you have, like never ever feel like it's too much mm-hmm. or you don't deserve it or you need to just do things on your own. It's so easy as a single parent to think you have to just be hyper independent all the time. And it's like, no, the best thing for your kids sometimes is to call someone up and to say like, can you come and help? Can you take them out for a little bit? Can you like, yeah, support. Um, And genuinely, I think the first, it was five days where I just was really sad, really crying. Um, And then I feel like lightness started to creep in like the negative obviously I still don't always feel great but like those negative really deep and negative emotions have like purged from my Mm. body effectively yeah because you'd actually allowed them to like release yeah 
I think um, in terms of like releasing and processing your emotions, other things that I found really helpful was journaling, mm-hmm. um, like writing down all of the things that were going on in my head. Because I think with breakups, you like always think like, oh, what if this happened? Or like, what are they thinking now? What are they doing now? And I think like if you can journal or like get that out of you onto paper, like that is so helpful. And And even at points I was, this sounds a bit, uh, interesting mm-hmm. but I like would talk to myself like I'd have the conversations like the things that I like needed to say to someone else almost to get their reassurance mm-hmm. I had that conversation with myself like I would say like oh I feel like this and then I would rationalize the thought or like say what I needed to hear yeah. and that was that was actually more helpful than journaling at some points because I felt like I journaled sometimes and it wasn't like out of me enough like I needed to speak the words speak. yeah um so yeah and I found that really really helpful um but and I did it like literally whilst I was walking along the street and stuff so people probably um <laughs> were like concerned for my well-being but I was just yeah. like it's it's helping me so it's fine oh I definitely think I cried like walking down the road I, stuff I well. never have any shame if I need to cry in that moment like I'm just gonna have to cry outside and I've never had anyone be like you know what the hell are you doing so <laughs> It's fine. Yeah, at the end of the day, they might be thinking it, but well, also it's not really to be honest you. though, when you if you see someone cry, like I've seen people cry, yeah. and my immediate reaction is not like, oh my god, I'm not my like, immediate reaction is like, I, I them well. okay. yeah. like I would go up to them, but I don't want them to think I'm weird and stuff. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I think it's just remembering that people, everyone's like felt sadness and pain, and if you are crying in public or something as well, like absolutely go for it because like we're all human. Yeah, we emotions all these are good. They say that an emotion, if you just let your body fully feel it and fully experience it, will only last in your body. Is it 90 seconds? It's something like that. I can't remember exactly what it is. It is something like either 90 seconds, 60 seconds, something like that. It's like a really short amount of time. Yeah, I feel like one of the things that I did was to try and have boundaries because I felt like when I went into like a full deep spiral where I felt like I couldn't where I was just really really down and sad was to be like get someone to come and get me out of the house mm. like messaging friends and being like I feel very sad yeah like can you can we go out for a walk or do something to yeah. try and like rather than fully just festering in yes really low mood and catastrophizing mm. and stuff yeah and that quite helpful as yeah because well. if you're alone too long you do just you're just in there with your thoughts yeah and sometimes like, like feel the feels a hundred percent but don't like literally stay in the feel for days on end in your bed yeah. like feel the feeling and then like move the energy like mm. shift the energy like then get up and go out and do something or have a dance around your room mm-hmm. um rather than fully sitting in it yes yeah, yeah. Well, it's like you can sit in it for a couple of days, like in the beginning, for sure. I think it's such a shock. Like you you definitely need to process it. Yes. But, but yeah, there comes a point where you need to think to yourself, like, is this helping me? Is this the best thing for me right now? And should I actually try and reach out to friends for help? Yeah, I think, yeah, those first five days, I was very emotional mm. and speaking, speaking about it a lot. I also did things like if you feel like you have had a sort of breakup where you can do things like this asking any questions to him that I felt like I needed to ask and then I just got to a point where I was like I'm not going to get anything positive from speaking to him anymore I don't think he can answer any of the things that 
like I need answered I don't even think he knows the answers for some of the things that I need the answer to so now no contact is the like healthiest thing to do so I can just fully focus on myself and I feel like it's really hard to do no contact because then you are fully letting go of what was there and I do feel like your brain when you're going through a breakup will do anything it can to try and keep you in the relationship because that safety to it it's like this is safe and secure and this is what we know and then the other option is the unknown and we don't want to deal with the unknown and all of the like unsafety and insecurity and the what what ifs like that feels unsafe so your brain will do anything it can to try and get you to stay Mm, to stay absolutely and in my past relationships I've fallen guilty of that so many times like where I've we've broken up and then I've gone back to it because I've been like this pain is not like I've almost said to myself like like this pain I don't even think at the start it was ever conscious it was like a subconscious thing like you focus on the positives of the relationship and that's what you want back Mm -hmm. but it's like you've broken up for a reason and that is not going to disappear like yes you might be able to start on a clean slate now but like a few months down the line whatever it is that has broken you up is probably going to like do like that's going to happen again it will come up again unless it's genuinely addressed and is something that you both have committed to work through but I mean I definitely think your 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 ego is like let me just get back in this relationship and take away the pain yeah a hundred percent mine definitely was doing that I then did the whole like focusing on all the positives and like actually not acknowledging the doubts that I had had or the way that I had been feeling throughout the relationship or Mm. how that had been affecting my overall well-being like I had just kind of forgotten all of those things or the fact that I had wanted to break up as well like there's so many things that I just had like parked to one side Mm. and then was just focusing on all the positive positive things and being like oh god like going into scarcity mindset basically of oh my god what if I don't meet anyone else what if I never meet anyone who's like this or that or the other and so I feel like one of the other great things to do is to write a list (laughs) um not of all the things you didn't like but like of all of the reasons that you guys just didn't work yes why you just weren't aligned like why you weren't right for each other have the list go back to it oh my god I go back to it all the time like as soon as I start to go down the but what if blah, 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 I'm like nope back to the list back to the list back to the mm. list like there were reasons that we were not right for each other like you can love someone you can absolutely love someone but it be the right thing to love them from afar mm. Yeah, the healthiest thing to be to love them from afar. Yeah, definitely. I think in terms of like my experience with what you've said, like in ter- I was lucky enough that like when the relationship broke down, like it was something that we could discuss and like start the process of like grieving together. Like we um we like knew that we were going to break up, but because it had been like not the best couple well not the best like month beforehand we were like let's just like appreciate each other for what we are now that we don't have any expectations because there is a lot of love there and we did that and during that like week where we were basically like in this weird stage of like you know we're spending time together we know we're not together but we're just appreciating each other there there was a lot of time and space for like anything to come up that I could then ask like Mm. I I got to we basically started like the grieving process together which like that for me 
was like I feel very lucky and grateful that I had that mm-hmm. um and we we did have like a period of time not talking um but like my situation I think for anyone who has listened you'll know that like the um relationship that I was in was like we had been best friends for like we've known each other for like a decade (laughs) um so yeah like there's just like a lot of love there so it is a bit of a like different um experience to my past relationships when they've broken down there would definitely not have been the opportunity uh or it it wouldn't have felt like the right thing to do in those cases but um I think basically like no matter what your relationship looks like like you could you could come back to having contact eventually or Mm. try and form a friendship 100% but I definitely think at some point you need a period of just no contact so you can fully just focus on your own healing Mm. and putting yourself back together a bit whatever that looks like because the long and short of it is continued contact with no break at all like you're going to get re-triggered in certain ways or you're not giving yourself the space to process properly yes 100% we actually we did no contact and then um we got in contact again because we had like agreed a certain amount of time and then we got back in contact and like even since we've got back in contact like I have I noticed myself getting triggered again like the things that had come up in our relationship were, were still coming up now and I was like why am I putting myself through that um when like we're not even in a relationship anymore so like and then I just adjusted that as a result like spoke about it with him and we just changed the boundaries of like how we would have contact and when we would have contact um so I think just knowing that like you you have the power to like make things how you want them to be like yeah and respect yeah respect how you're feeling yeah don't push through things exactly that yeah placate the other person or you've got to think about yourself yeah do what's right what feels right for you exactly and from a space of like healing and love for yourself not a space of like what feels better to talk to them Mm -hmm. because that is literally the trap yeah that, that we fell into I think because like we had gone no contact and then when we started talking again we were like this is great this is amazing like we can support each other and like just be really close friends again mm-hmm. and then like both of us were like actually no like this is not um this is not necessarily like the best thing for either of us because it, it's stopping both of us from doing certain things like moving on um so yeah I think if if you have like a a friendship with someone or like you're still on okay terms to be able to have that conversation with them and and work out like you know how long you're going to have no contact or if you do even want a relationship with them like a friendship with them in the future or all of those things if you can like process even some of that with someone um then amazing but obviously you know if it is a really toxic relationship or something then that might not be accessible like it probably isn't if it's a toxic relationship but um yeah I think and the best way I think with sticking to no contact is to have that list keep coming back to that list and like also having an abundance mindset when it comes to love Mm. because it's so easy when you've gone through a relationship where there were great things about someone to be like what if I never meet anyone like that person again what if they're not as I don't know as kind or Mm -hmm. as generous or whatever it is that you thought was really great about that person 
um, you can really get stuck into thinking like you're never going to meet anyone like that again. And then you're going to contact them. Whereas if you have that list of the things that, you know, weren't working and you weren't aligned on and then you have an abundance mindset and you just trust and believe that there is someone out there who is going to have all of those great things about that other person that you really love, but they're going to have the other things, those things that were missing, those things that were causing tension or friction or that you couldn't communicate through. Like, yeah, that helps you to just really not fall down into the trap of breaking no contact for sure. And messaging other people, I think. Yes, I've messaged friends and been like, I'm tempted. Yes, (laughs) when you feel that temptation, like message other people, um, anyone literally anyone (laughs) also you deserve someone who like it's a hell yes to being with you who sees you for all that you are and thinks you're amazing and wants that and is willing to communicate through things and is showing up in the same way in that relationship that you're showing up like that Mm -hmm. is what you deserve and you need to just keep reminding yourself of who you are and what you deserve which brings me on to our next little tip. And that is reminding yourself of who the fuck you are. Um, I did this in like lots of different ways. Uh, One of which that I honestly cannot recommend enough is I actually reached out to friends. I mean, loads, I put it on my Instagram. I was like, can you remind me of who I am? And I got like an influx of messages, some from people I've not spoken to for years and they were all just so beautiful and so loving and so kind. And I was like, yes, this is who I am. Uh, One of my friends sent me tons of pictures from like the last 10 years that we've been friends just being like you are you know you are a generous kind loving compassionate person and just reminding me yeah just reminding me of who I am because I think sometimes relationships and breakups especially if they get a little bit messy can really like mess with your sense of self in some ways especially if you end up becoming like a bit codependent or ending up in any sort of kind of toxic Mm. cycle you get a little bit lost in it yeah, I think depending what the relationship was like, like if you didn't have that much independence or like you put that person on a pedestal or you feel like you were just thinking about, like they were all of your thinking, mm-hmm. I think it can make you feel like, oh God, like who am I now? Because like before so much of my energy was like being a good girlfriend or like making this person happy. Mm-hmm. And then like, who am I? who am I now? And it's like, you were you before they came along yeah like and and they although they might have been a big part of your life like you are still exactly like who you are yeah um I think as well from my perspective I thought I knew who I was mm. um and then the breakup like spun that on its head head a bit and I like kind of really rocked that sense of self in some ways because I was like hang on why are you breaking this is gonna sound <laughs> no no why me excuse me <laughs> why are you breaking out with me but I'm great <laughs> but that's good that you can like see your worth do you know what I mean yeah and I also think it's so important to remember that like so much in life we put like other people's decisions and stuff on on us without taking into consideration that other people have all their own stuff going on and sometimes your trauma and their trauma just doesn't like each other and that's yeah. it and it's got nothing to do with who you are whether you're beautiful enough funny enough kind enough yes. it's got nothing to do with that it's got to do with the fact that what triggers the hell out of you 
like does not align with what triggers the hell out of them and you both just can't create like a safe space for each other and it's got nothing yeah. to do with you or your worth or who you are yeah anything to do with that you're just not you're just not right for each other and that's okay yeah. and you can just like lovingly let that person go yeah because I think I think I think both of us have experienced like feeling triggered of like I'm not good enough like um I definitely at points in fact like I know I don't know we don't like necessarily like the word x to use but like um you are consciously uncoupled what is it that Gwyneth Paltrow says I don't know what it is uncoupling I don't know what it's called anyway I know he also felt that way we both kind of triggered inside each other like not feeling good enough because both of us were kind of like am I not worth you like compromising but it was like the compromises were so different like there was no there was no middle ground that could be achieved almost yeah and it wasn't about like either of us not being good enough for each other or anything like that it was purely the fact that like who we are as people what we need does not align and it wasn't about anyone being good enough yeah or not yeah bringing yourself back back to that I think also like writing down the things you're really grateful for or like the lessons that you've learned from it and like the things yeah. that you can take away and then choose to use differently when you do meet someone else yes yeah so super helpful. because we all learn something like every relationship you learn something and whether that is like you learn something really profound about yourself or you learn what, what you, you don't need. want or yeah. yeah or what you more need more of like you always come out of a relationship whether you know you might feel like oh god like why did I waste my time or like you know start overthinking things but when you think about it like you have learned and taken so much from that relationship whether you've learned to be more loving and giving or like you've learned to be more vulnerable or whatever it might be there's always going to be lessons exactly and like those are like invaluable and one day like it doesn't feel like it in the moment but one day you'll look back on the relationship when you're in your new relationship that's so much more of what you wanted and just be like oh I'm so grateful for Mm. that and it's so hard when you're in it and you're feeling all of the negative emotions and we hate pain. Like as human beings, we will do anything under the sun to avoid pain. Like we will sit in rubbish situations to avoid the pain of a breakup. Like we will do anything to avoid it. Mm. Um, I've forgotten what I was saying. We'll do anything to avoid pain. Yeah, we'll do anything to avoid pain. But what, where was I going? Well, I don't know. This is what happens when you get through a breakup. Because you started to think about the breakup. (laughs) No, as in my brain is just, I'm not working at the same level as I normally work at because my brain is like processing so many things. (laughs) I've completely lost my train of thought. Anyway, lessons you've learned. Lessons you've learned. Uh, We will avoid pain. So we will sit in something that we don't want to sit in rather than experiencing the pain and trusting that through the pain, something incredible will come out of it. Something more aligned will come out of it. A more loving relationship will come out of it. Mm -hmm. Like it's having that trust. And I feel like as human beings, we're not good at having the trust because we hate the pain and we would avoid the pain as much as possible. And it's like teaching yourself to sit in the pain and having the trust that better things are coming. There mm. is a light at the end of the tunnel. There's someone better coming along. There's something more aligned coming along. That is well. That is the that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, and I feel like leading on to like more positive, like cultivating more positive feelings in your life and 
you know, not stewing in the negativity. I think one of the things to really focus on is looking up, looking after yourself. Like I have been, I've got two kids. I'm a single mom. I've been waking up at 5 a.m. every morning. So I'm up and awake before my kids. I do 20 minutes of breath work. I do a 20 minute um, meditation. I journal and set myself up for the day. All of the negative thoughts, I try and reframe them. I have um, affirmations that I do every single morning. And then I get out of my bed and I put some excellent music on and I dance around the room. Sometimes my kids are awake, they'll dance with me. Sometimes they meditate with me, but I am so vigilant with that self-care routine at the moment because I'm like, I have to be, I have to look after myself in the best way possible. I mean, because I I, I have two children, so I, I have to, it's just non-negotiable that I'm looking after myself as much as possible and trying to process the pain but also to cultivate the positive, the positive, more positive emotions, cultivate that self-love, that self-worth, that trust that something better is coming, reminding myself of who I am, rebuilding my confidence, like doing everything that I can to put myself back together so that I can show up for my kids. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think, um, remembering that you can give yourself everything you need and like showing yourself the love and care that you want that other person to like fill that hole almost mm. it's like remembering you know if you want to buy like if you want flowers or whatever you can buy them yourself and but also there's love it in one of the biggest lessons I feel like I learned is that there's love elsewhere in your life 100 percent. that like was the, helpful for me yeah too. the influx like yes I lost this love and it was gone but the influx of love from my friends, from my family, like from people on the school run, like yes. people at playgroup, like the absolute just random people on the street. I'm telling you, the universe always has your back. Like people I've not spoken to in ages. I randomly saw them on the street. They were like, how are you? Let's meet up. Like the absolute just influx and flurry of love that replaced that space like focusing on that as well and being like look at all of these other incredible things in my life like there's so many positive things amazing people out there who were supporting me the universe has got my back doesn't feel like it right now but it does and like looking for those little signs mm, as well yeah I think it's really important yeah it's just noticing the love that is around you like even if it's not explicit of like someone coming up to you and being like you're amazing I love you but like being like oh you know they messaged to like check in with me like that's a form of love or or a stranger on the street smiled at me like there's love in the world like there is I am actually receiving all of this love in in other ways that maybe on the surface you might not see it that way but it's like having those lenses on of like there is love all around yeah that's one of the other things that I've been doing every single night without fail you can either do like a gratitude journal or a positivity journal or just you write I basically look at my day and I start from the beginning of my day and I write all of the things that were like good even if they're like mildly good you know like I write everything down throughout my day and then I notice things more throughout the day as well as amazing things are happening and I'm like oh look at my child laughing like how magical is that and just trying to like cultivate a slightly more positive mindset within within everything that's going on is definitely super helpful yes I agree um, one of the other things I did was affirmations yeah um so like 
one of my favorite affirmations was like, I'm the love of my own life. Um, which sounds really cringe, but it was really helpful because I was like, just reminding myself that like your relationship with yourself is the most important of all, you know, like if you can give yourself love and like how you feel about yourself, that is key. That is like fundamental. So I think reminding myself, like I'm the love of my own life. Like I have a lot of love to give myself. That was super helpful. Yeah, give yourself a cuddle. Like if you're like spiraling, like just literally, oh, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, a cuddle. Or I also used to, like before I go to sleep, I still do this occasionally, but like when it first happened, I did it like religiously every night, but just being like, night, I love you. Like just just saying I love you to yourself. And yeah, I sit in front of the mirror and I'm like, I love you. Yeah. I love you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And yeah, I, there's a, we could put it in the podcast notes maybe but there's actually like this affirmations track on Spotify that I listen to and it's really it's got a really nice beat and sometimes I literally will sway to it and repeat the affirmations and there's loads of amazing ones in there that are like saying I've got everything that I need within me Mm. um I start and end my day with gratitude like lots of just really lovely things to say to yourself to just remind yourself that like this will pass love is there it's always there it's like the most constant thing in the whole of the universe love like it's always there within you and you just need to tap into it like you don't Mm. need someone to help you to tap into it you don't need someone to pump all of this love into like you can just give it all to yourself and it's all there and I think that is so key because you're taking back your power by realizing like I have everything I need within myself there is so much love around I have so much love for myself like that is just completely taking your power back rather than being like Mm -hmm. I need someone in my life or like looking for external validation like I mean it's completely up to everyone what they do but like not necessarily immediately jumping on dating apps to get that external Mm -hmm. validation because you know like I can give that validation to myself. Yeah. Like I I can tell myself that I'm great and I'm amazing. Yeah. But there's a place for it. I mean, everyone processes things differently yeah. and heals. I mean, but... you like if you want the dating app to just cultivate a, an, an abundance mindset to remind yeah. you that there's loads of people in the world, then definitely like yeah I think it can be that and also like if you are feeling really lonely like even if you're not ready to date like it's a way of like finding people to talk to yeah do you know what I mean like if for example like you have friends but maybe you don't have enough friends that you can like text every time you feel like texting them like it is kind of a way that you can be like okay Mm -hmm. like this is someone to talk to at least some space and time to yourself is good though like yes just to try and like just to put yourself back together I think it's really easy when you go through a breakup to do things that are like really self-sabotage like you know yeah just dating instantly or oh god yeah I definitely used not to looking after yourself properly like it's really hard to show up for yourself in these moments because you just don't feel like you want to but you've got to like push past it and like you know do the affirmations even if they feel uncomfortable rather than leaning into like self-sabotage behaviors yeah. where you just are manifesting yeah more and more self-hatred basically or let, letting that person define who you are one of the actually the biggest realizations that I had was I realized the first couple of days because I did some inner child work around 
everything that happens we absolutely yeah. bloody love inner child healing honestly we do everything yeah <laughs> but I did some inner child work and when I did the inner child work I realized that it wasn't even necessarily the breakup it wasn't even necessarily him that was making me so upset it was a deep rejection wound and a deep like I'm unlovable wound and I was like well I can do something about that yeah you can you have the power to yeah. like like speak I, to your inner child and be like you are freaking good enough and yeah like I love you yeah and I'm not gonna abandon you yeah because honestly so when you do that you realize that the reason you're so upset is not because you're so like deeply in love, yeah. in love. they're the most incredible person in the world blah blah, blah like etc etc they're the love of your life all of those kind of mindsets that our brain creates around the situation like sometimes it's because they've just triggered all of these wounds within you Mm. and you think because you're so upset that you are so upset because of them and because they were so amazing and because you love them so much but actually sometimes you're so upset because you're a little inner child it's just like you have hurt all these really really deep wounds in me and that when I had that realization my god what a like absolute change to the way that I was experiencing the breakup what a complete flip that was because I was like oh and then I came back to my list and I was like oh like we aren't we aren't right for each other that's okay I still love him I still wish him well but we just we weren't right for each other and and that's okay yeah something better will come along I'm okay on my own yeah I do think it's it's good to remember like society can often tell us like oh like if you really love each other like you can make it work but like it's watching out whether you are actually completely compromising like what you need and like you know you need to be happy in a relationship like ultimately it should bring you joy and there will be different difficult times you should be more happy than yeah you should be triggers. like yeah relationships are triggering but you should be experiencing more happiness than you are yeah. triggers and when you are being triggered I feel like in a happy healthy relationship that should be a safe space where the person is really willing to work through it with you and that should be the undertone of what's like going on yeah there should be a a, a desire from that person to work through it because they love you too and they see the invest the the relationship as an investment Mm. and just something amazing in their life and if that's not the energy that you're getting from them either like you know you can lovingly walk away from somewhere so finally I feel like maybe we should talk about like some a little bit witchy a little bit spiritual like all the fun rituals that you can do when you're going through a breakup I mean favorite thing of all always will be a ritual bath I've had an obscene amount of ritual baths <laughs> over the last two weeks but they're just so good to calm your nervous system down and also just like bathing like bathing in flowers and like having crystals and cat it's the most romantic thing ever and you're romancing yeah, yourself true. like it's so romantic like beautiful music on in the background romanticizing the fuck out of your own life like oh I just love a ritual bath Mm-hmm. it's just like one of my favorite things I've had tons of those returning to romanticizing the fuck out of life like literally the other day I was walking down the road and I was like look at the bluebell it's growing out of a piece of concrete I was like mother nature is the baddest bitch of all the bad bitches because you give her concrete and she like will Still give you a fucking bluebell yeah. and I was like I am I want to be like mother nature you give me shit I will alchemize it into something fucking incredible 
I've been writing loads, like loads about love. I've absolutely loved it. Just like tapping into that creativity, like taking the pain, turning it into something purposeful, like sharing it with my friends, being like, this is all of the musings that I've been having around love. Mm. Like just taking the pain and making it into something beautiful because you can do that. Like the most beautiful things can come from like, the most painful places ever like think about some of the best songs in the world and yeah the pieces yeah. of art everything yeah like you can make it into something beautiful like write loads um sing if you like sit like whatever it is whatever your yeah. creative outlet is like tap into it for sure um what rituals have you uh I think the, the only one I've done is like a cord cutting ritual which um I listened to like a Sahara Rose um it wasn't really a podcast it was like a mini thing it was about 15 minutes long and it was um yeah it was a core cutting ritual so it was basically uh, a lot of writing (laughs) um and it was you had to write like a letter to them and you aren't obviously going to tell them all of the things in the letter but you would write in there like all of the things that you want to say to them, all of the lessons that you learned, the ways that you were showing up in that relationship that maybe kind of um, cultivated like what it was Um, and then burning it. (laughs) I've done it as well. You sent it to me. I did it. I literally did it last night. Yeah. There is something. So I think, I think everything in life, when you think do things from a space of intention like having an intention behind doing something can help you process things far more quickly or I don't know what do I mean you can process things far more quickly what I mean by that is if you sit and do a cord cutting ceremony in which you write everything down that your brain has been constantly overthinking about all of the things you want to say or like your ego running 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 if you've written that all down you're like well it's down and it's out of my brain now and I'm going to burn it. I don't need to think about it anymore. It's done. And like in the ritual as well, you hold a piece of cord to your body and then you cut it. And like when I did it, I was like, I'm letting you, I'm sending the energy back to you now. Mm. I'm letting this go now. Like I will probably have to do it again. I'm sure I will. I think, you know, expecting it to just instantly change everything is probably very optimistic but who knows I'm sure it happens to some yeah I'm sure it does happen for some people I mean (laughs) do you know what today I haven't really thought about it Mm. and I think it's just having the intention like no it's a boundary effectively yeah we're done now we're done with the obsessive overthinking that's done I'm putting that away I'm moving on I've energy cleared my house I've saged and Paolo Santo'd it I've washed things that have been touched by him with selenite to cleanse like there's so many things that I've done to just like set an intention of like this is fresh this is a new start this Mm. is a new beginning and that's actually really exciting yeah yeah I feel like that is a good note to end on to be honest with with you like yeah there's just it's such a period of transformation and so much good can come out of so much pain like this is the start of like an amazing new beginning for you so if you are going through a breakup just know like the pain won't last forever it will get better there is so much love out there for you and you have everything you need already inside of you this person is stepping to the side to let someone even better come in Mm. and like this is your chance to give yourself even more love to up level to become an even more amazing version of yourself like literally like a phoenix 
You're just in the ashes at the moment and you're going to rise and it's going to be so amazing. Yeah. I promise. And you can tap into feeling that like that whenever you want, as long as you're like looking after yourself, like fucking dance around your room, like just remind yourself of who you are. Yeah. Um, And like tap into that, tap into the optimism and the feeling of opportunity and the feeling of liberation, like feel sad, definitely. Mm -hmm. But like, there's also great things coming your way and there's also great things in this situation if you just look for them yeah and you're worthy of love yes you so are much love yes <laughs> sending you the biggest cuddle yeah yeah sending you lots of love and we'll see you next time yes thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the everyday goddess if you enjoyed this podcast please leave a review or if you have any questions you'd like answering message us on Instagram or TikTok at Everyday Goddess Podcast. Bye for now, goddesses.